podcast show yay 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 and thank you for listening and i'm here with my very good friend mildred the moo 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 cow hi pinky quite an introduction well thank you very much okay how are you mildred i'm good i'm good too i'm happy and grateful that's the way to be Okay, Mildred, but you know, it's been a really long time since you've read us a story. Okay, Pinky. Well, you don't have to whine about it. Well, yeah, I was kind of whining, wasn't I? Oh, yeah, yeah, you were. Not sorry. Well, why do you think you were whining? Because mm, I was being selfish. Yes, you were. Oh, sorry, Mildred. Would you like to try again? Yes, please. Okay. Mildred, it's been a really long time since you've read us a story. Could you please read us a story today? Pinky, that was so much better. Yeah, it felt better, too. Okay, so could you please? Okay, let me find one. Yeah, you, you, you get to pick the story. Okay. Okay, Pinky, I have a story here, and it was written by a philosopher named John Locke, L-O-C-K-E, but uh, this version was rewritten and retold by James Baldwin. Okay. And it's titled, Mr. Vinegar and His Fortune. Okay, Mr. Vinegar and His Fortune. A long time ago, there lived a poor man whose real name has been forgotten. He was little and old, and his face was wrinkled, and that is why his friends called him Mr. Vinegar. His wife was also little and old, and they lived in a little old cottage at the back of a little old field. One day, when Mrs. Vinegar was sweeping, she swept so hard that the little old door of the cottage fell down. She was frightened. She ran out into the field and cried, John, John, the house is falling down. We shall have no shelter over our heads. Mr. Vinegar came and looked at the door. Then he said, Don't worry about that, my dear. Put on your bonnet and we will go out and seek our fortune. So Mrs. Vinegar put on her hat and Mr. Vinegar put the door on his head and they started. They walked and walked all day. At night, they came to a dark forest where there were many tall trees. Here is a good place to lodge, said Mr. Vinegar. So he climbed up a tree and laid the door across some branches. Then Mrs. Vinegar climbed the tree and the two laid themselves down on the door. It is better to have the house under us than over us, said Mr. Vinegar. But Mrs. Vinegar was fast asleep and she did not hear him. Soon it was pitch dark, and Mr. Vinegar also fell asleep. At midnight he was awakened by hearing a noise below him. He started up. He listened. Here are ten gold pieces for you, Jack, he heard someone say, 
and here are ten pieces for you, Bill. I'll keep the rest for myself. Mr. Vinegar looked down. He saw three men sitting on the ground. A lighted lantern was near them. Robbers, he cried in great fright and sprang to a higher branch. As he did, he kicked the door from its resting place. The door fell crashing to the ground, and Mrs. Vinegar fell with it. The robbers were so badly scared that they took to their heels and ran helter-skelter into the dark woods. Are you hurt, my dear? asked Mr. Vinegar. Oh, no, said his wife. But who would have thought that the door would tumble down in the night? And there is a beautiful lantern all lit and burning to show us where we are. Mr. Vinegar scrambled to the ground. He picked up the lantern to look at it. But what were those shiny things that he saw lying all around? Gold pieces, gold pieces, he cried. And he picked one up and held it to the light. We've found our fortune, we've found our fortune, cried Mrs. Vinegar. And she jumped up and down for joy. They gathered up the gold pieces. There were fifty of them, all bright and yellow and round. How lucky we are, said Mr. Vinegar. How lucky we are, said Mrs. Vinegar. Then they sat down and looked at the gold till morning. Now, John, said Mrs. Vinegar, I'll tell you what we'll do. You must go to the town and buy a cow. I will milk her and churn butter, and we will never want for anything. That is a good plan, said Mr. Vinegar. So he started off to the town while his wife waited by the roadside. Mr. Vinegar walked up and down the street of the town looking for a cow. After a time, a farmer came that way, leading one that was very pretty and fat. Oh, if I only had the cow, said Mr. Vinegar, I would be the happiest man in the world. She is a very good cow, said the farmer. Well, said Mr. Vinegar, I will give you these fifty gold pieces for her. The farmer smiled and held out his hand for the money. You may have her, he said. I always like to oblige my friends. Mr. Vinegar took hold of the cow's halter and led her up and down the street. I am the luckiest man in the world, he said, for only see how all the people are looking at me and my cow. But at one end of the street he met a man playing bagpipes. He stopped and listened. Tweedledee, tweedledee. Oh, that is the sweetest music I have ever heard, he said. And just see how all the children crowd around the man and give him pennies. If only I had those bagpipes, I would be the happiest man in the world. I will sell them to you, said the piper. Will you? Well then, since I have no money, I will give you this cow for them. You may have them, answered the piper. I always like to oblige a friend. Mr. Vinegar took the bagpipes and the piper led the cow away. Now we will have some music, said Mr. Vinegar, but try as hard as he might, he could not play a tune. He could get nothing out of the bagpipes but squeak, squeak. The children, instead of giving him pennies, laughed at him. The day was chilly, and in trying to play the pipes, his fingers grew very cold. He wished that he had kept the cow. He had just started for home when he met a man who had warm gloves on his hands. Oh, if I only had those pretty gloves, he said, I would be the happiest man in the world. How much will you give for them? asked the man. I have no money, but I will give you these bagpipes, answered Mr. Vinegar. Well, said the man, 
You may have them, for I always like to oblige a friend. Mr. Vinegar gave him the bagpipes and drew the gloves on over his half-frozen fingers. How lucky I am, he said, as he trudged homeward. His hands were soon quite warm, but the road was rough and the walking hard. He was very tired when he came to the foot of a steep hill. How shall I ever get to the top, he said. Just then he met a man who was walking the other way. He had a stick in his hand, which he used as a cane to help him along. My friend, said Mr. Vinegar, if I only had that stick of yours to help me up this hill, I would be the happiest man in the world. How much will you give me for it? asked the man. I have no money, but I will give you this pair of warm gloves, said Mr. Vinegar. Well, said the man, you may have it, for I always like to oblige a friend. Mr. Vinegar's hands were now quite warm, so he gave the gloves to the man and took the stout stick to help him along. How lucky I am, he said, as he toiled upward. At the top of the hill he stopped to rest, but as he was thinking of all his good luck that day, he heard someone calling his name. He looked up and saw only a green parrot sitting in a tree. You're a dunce, you're a dunce, answered the bird. You went to seek your fortune and you found it. Then you gave it for a cow. And the cow for some bagpipes, and the bagpipes for some gloves, and the gloves for a stick which you might have cut by the roadside. He, 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 you're a dunce, you're a dunce. This made Mr. Vinegar very angry. He threw the stick at the bird with all his might, but the bird only answered, You're a dunce, you're a dunce. And the stick lodged in the tree where he could not get it again. Mr. Vinegar went on slowly, for he had many things to think about. His wife was standing by the roadside, and as soon as she saw him, she cried out, Where's the cow? Where's the cow? Well, I don't just know where the cow is, said Mr. Vinegar. Then he told her the whole story. I have heard she said some things he liked, even less than what the bird had said. But that is between Mr. and Mrs. Vinegar, and really nobody's business but theirs. We're no worse off than we were yesterday, said Mr. Vinegar. Let us go home and take care of our little old house. Then he put the door on his head and trudged onward, and Mrs. Vinegar followed him. Wow, Mildred, that's quite a story. I feel sorry for Mr. Vinegar. He's not very grateful. He's not a happy man. Well, maybe, you know, the experience that he just went through will help him realize that he needs to be more grateful and appreciative for the things that he already has. Yeah, I hope so. Okay, thank you for the story. I love you. I love you.